Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So some of you who are watching live were just watching our last episode. So this is our first ever double header. So we're excited about that. For anyone that's watching the replay, um, we are having Dennis Duncan on today. We're very excited to have him. He uh, is going to be talking about Princey and also um, just had his whole print on demand journey and how he got to the 20K tier. So anyway, does everybody want to go around and just real quick introduce yourself again for anybody who's watching the replay? Hey guys, Brianna Muller-Green, Merch Maverick and co-owner of VA Rentals. I'm Michelle Wentworth, Merch Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Springer, Merch Marvel. Awesome. And I'm Helen Kinson, Merch Boss. And I'm Duncan, Merch Daddy. Love it. All right. Well, Dennis has quite the background. He um, sent me two pages worth of all the stuff that he's done before merch. So before we even get into print on demand. Um, one of them is he used to work for American Idol. Did you want to talk about that for a minute or a yeah. little bit about your background? Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, because I mean, it all works hand in hand. It all kind of like led me to this point, but I was, uh, I'd been a recording artist all my life and, uh, you know, lived in LA and went out and did the whole, you know, sunset strip thing and played all those clubs out there, ended up getting a record deal. And, um, through that, I went and toured and did all that stuff and learned a lot about business through doing that. And uh, in fact, I remember one of our first publicity photos was like this picture of us standing in front of this, uh, it was like a corral or something, like an old timey looking like general store type of thing with bars on the windows. And the picture was taken from a distance. And I remember the producer guy said to me, he's like, hey, who's in charge of this? And I was like, well, that's the picture that we chose. He's like, you guys look like tiny people. You need to get it like up close so people can see who you are. And he's like, it's marketing 101. You're marketing yourself, you know. So from early on, you know, I, I was getting uh, marketing, you know, uh, ideas and, and, and an education through all of that. And, and even from touring and stuff, I mean, each town you go into, you're basically you're selling something. You know, you hop on stage, you're selling afterwards, you're, you're trying to, you know, sling swag and try to get people to buy stuff and make enough money to you know, get gas to the next town. So it was always about selling, you know. Um, so anyway, I ended up doing all that stuff for years and then moved on. And, and through that, uh, I would get calls from people to produce some songs with them, write some songs with them. Uh, and at that point, I uh, got approached by some of the guys that were working on American Idol at the time. And uh, they had mixed, I mixed a record with them out in LA at the time. And they were like, hey, we've got this opportunity. They're going to start doing for season six. They're going to start doing these ringtones. And um, uh, we're going to be recording the live performances. And there's talk that we might go into the studio with them and produce their vocals and stuff like that. I was like, sure, sign me up, whatever. So through that, you know, I got to get behind the scenes on, uh, you know, with Fremantle Media and 19 Management and see all the real inner workings of, of the TV side of it. I already done the, the actual, you know, touring and recording and that side of it. But to see it from the TV side was a whole different ball game, you know? So that kind of exposed me to that whole world. And, and I would be like, literally when they, whenever they were running the live shows, I was in charge of doing the ringtones and stuff. So it was pretty high pressure. They would be doing the live show on the West coast 
and it would be simulcast uh, live to the East Coast. So if anything screwed up, you know, then it would come back on me. So it was pretty high pressure. But what I also learned, learned through there was that how those guys, you know, I'd be in on, on these meetings and marketing meetings and stuff. And I learned from them, you know, about demographics and who they were gearing these things towards. And, and so what eventually started to happen is I was so accustomed to that lifestyle which was touring and, and being in the entertainment business that, you know, once all that stuff kind of dried up, I was like, man, you know, I've never had a real job in my life, you know? So what can I do that will give me that freedom and flexibility? And I started following, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of him, Pat Flynn. Yes. Passive income. He's awesome. Yep, he is awesome. Yeah. He's great. And um, I started following him and I was like, huh, this guy's because he was sharing all of his income and I was like, well, that's kind of weird, you know, because a lot of people, you guys know this in this industry, we share those types of things. But it's not like you're going to go down the street and ask the firefighter, hey, man, how much are you making? You know, yeah, that, that's like an uncomfortable conversation to have. But in this world that we're in, we all kind of share what we're making because we want to motivate other people. Right. So. um I thought it was really cool that he shared that. And I was like, man, this guy's just slaying it. I think last time I checked, he's making like $500,000 a month. This is yeah, all. He is, all I mean, he's amazing. Cool. Wow. Yeah, he was doing all, a lot of it off like HostGator and just a lot of affiliate things. But then he started getting into apps and all of these things. And I was like, hey, this is the world that I want to be in. So I started dabbling in that world. And it really afforded me uh, the luxury because I, I, I look at, my time, uh, I value my time more than, than I do. You know, no one could pay me $100,000 to go set in an office. It's just, it's just not going to happen. I'm, I'm not built that way, you know? And, so, and I don't want to interrupt you, but I think this is where your background is different from a lot of the other people that do merch. Because a lot of us came from the reselling world. So Amazon FBA and eBay and things like that. And you're coming from more of like, um, like listening to Pat Flynn, where he's really talking about passive income. So you're really more on the like passive income side of it, which is, I think, one of the reasons that, that you've done so well, because you're more looking into how do you automate this? How do you save your time? You know, how do you make this efficient? Yeah, um, probably I'm a little bit of an, an anomaly in the sense that, you know, I don't have a wife or kids or, you know, I don't have any pets or anything. Um, I have a girlfriend. Uh, she takes some time, of course, as you know, we, we want to have good relationships. But, you know, I don't have I didn't have a kid. I didn't have kids I needed to take to soccer practice. So mm -hmm. I was I had the luxury of being able to work on merch full time. And actually, whenever I moved back here to Louisville, Kentucky, um, I, you know, I would literally like sit in my house with two or three computers and be doing research and then running a particular piece of software for whatever I was trying to do. And I could afford to spend 12, 14 hours a day on it. Whereas a lot of people like what you're talking about, you know, they're working full time jobs mm -hmm. and then they come home and they work on this at night. And so it's a it's definitely something that I, I commend all you guys on. I mean, I don't know all of your backgrounds, but for you guys mm -hmm. that have families and kids and husbands to, you know, take care of and, and uh, jobs to work. It's like for you guys to be able to come home and do this at night is amazing to have the energy to do it, number one. And number two, that your families will even support it and encourage it, you know, because you guys know that 
people are looking at you and scratching themselves on their heads going like, what are you wasting your time? This is t-shirts. What are you doing? Selling like pinata t-shirts or something, but it can become real. Does he, does he watch our show? How does he know pinata t-shirts? That's like an inside joke. Yeah. Oh, is it an inside joke? <laughs> Somehow we talked about cats and pinatas and cat pinata shirts and I don't know. We've talked about it on every episode now and you just brought up pinata shirts. It's the weirdest thing. And it's like my brother, he's from the whole corporate world. And, and like my best uh, month on merch was like 30K. And I was setting, I just bought a house and I was, I gutted the place and I'm setting upstairs on the sub floors and I had a, uh, a sleeping bag out. And I remember looking at my laptop that December and it was like the first couple of days was like a thousand bucks. And it was like two or three more days passed and it was like 3000 bucks. And then it was, all of a sudden it was like $7,000. So the first week was like, holy shit, man, this is insane. And so that month I would literally showed it to my brother. I was like, dude, can you believe I made 30 grand selling like grandma shirts? And he's like, what? I was like, yeah, look right here. It happened. <laughs> like, dude, show me. So it's crazy what can be done with this. And when you show people how to do it, and if they have enough tenacity to stick with it, it can be done. Anyone can do it. You just got to have the tenacity to do it and allocate the time to do it. Yes. So, yeah, it's uh, how did you guys get all into this? Maybe you guys can tell everybody about that. I, well, I got into, um, I got into Amazon FBA first, but I used to be a loan officer and, um, I was, I was doing pretty well. I was making pretty good money from it, but I, um, I just was trying to, somehow I came across rich dad, poor dad, that book. And then when I read that, I was like, I've never even really thought about passive income before. Like I had never really heard, I mean, I guess I had heard the term, but I had never thought about it before. And then after reading that book, I was like, wow, this should be something I'm thinking about. So I started doing searches for passive income. And at that time, Amazon FBA would come up in those searches. So that's how, and as soon as I read the concept of like shipping products to someone else who handles all of the fulfillment, all of the everything, you just have to get products to them. It immediately clicked. And I was like, this is a great opportunity. And so the very first thing I sent to Amazon FBA was the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. I was like, I got to do this right now. <laughs> I did a whole shipment with just that one book because I, I wasn't caring about if I was going to make money or not. I just knew like as soon as I saw this, I got to do it. It was a big moment. It was a big moment. So that's my very first sale. Very first shipment was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Hey, I you probably know. bought it from you, Helen. It probably. It was a terrible sale. I, mean, I think I sold it for like $3 or $4 or something. I think I, I definitely lost money on it with oh, the shipping so, and everything. So, so were you doing like, were you buying like, old books of that and then reselling them? I didn't know what I was going to do yet. I just knew like, okay, let me try this out, <laughs> go through the process. So that was my first shipment. After that, I just started watching YouTube videos. Um, my stepson was the one who told me about YouTube. So before, uh, when was that? Like 2013, 2014, I had never even been on YouTube before that <laughs> at all. So then I started finding all these people. I, had, I knew nothing about reselling. I knew nothing about passive income, nothing about anything. So I, I, I found all of it out and then just started, um, I started a lot of the people back then talking about reselling, were going to thrift stores and yard sales and stuff like that. So I tried that very briefly, 
it didn't click with me. Like I didn't like that part. I, um, once I realized there was an app and you could just scan barcodes, I went that route. So I did uh, Amazon FBA, just like flipping things from Walmart and places like that. And then eventually I really wanted to get into wholesale and private label. So I went to ASD and then um, it just never, I never quite found the right thing. And I started just getting more and more involved in merch. Cause once I was in Amazon FBA, we started knowing Chris Green and all these different people talking about merch. So I kind of switched gears and, and went the merch direction because in my head, it's always been passive income. I've been trying to figure out passive income. So as soon as merch came around, I was like, oh, that's even more passive than Amazon FBA. Yeah. So I, I started getting drawn in that direction. And then when I found out about Princey, I was like, he's got to come on the show. <laughs> like I messaged you like the day after because I'm like, that's even more passive when you start uh, automating it. Yeah. So my, my goal has always been to get as passive as possible. Yeah. What about you other guys? I was a lawyer in my old life. I hated oh. every minute of it. What, what kind of law did you do? I practice elder law. So if you were dead near death, thinking about death, planning <laughs> for death, or being evicted from a nursing home, you'd call me. Oh, okay. I loved my clients, hated the law. So um, my husband was selling on eBay full time in 1998, and I would help him a little bit. Um, 2012, I had enough of practicing law. He says, work full time with me. So we did that, and then we made the jump to uh, Amazon in January of 2015. So we do RA, wholesaling, private label, tactical arbitrage, and then merch came along. And again, I have to thank Chris Green because I heard him speak, and he says, you got to get on merch. And um, so when we started doing that, that was just kind of became another section of our business. So that's, very that's how I got in. Yeah, no, that's awesome that you have a, a legal background. Because um, here, here's what's cool about it is that people typically probably wouldn't think someone with your level of education would be drawn to something like T-shirt sales, right? So. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really cool because there's probably a lot of people out there that that either are watching now or they're going to be watching in the future and are, that are that felt the same thing that you did, which is frustration. And you're like, they're like, well, I'm a lawyer. I'm frustrated. I hate it. She, she, if she can do it, then maybe so can I, you know? So there's all kinds of different ways that, you know, you can inspire people to do this. I think that's really cool. Ah, oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I might be the only one that wasn't an Amazon FBA person <laughs> in the group, I think. <laughs> uh, I actually started my online stuff with doing uh, stock video footage. So like okay. when you see our trailer, for instance, on the channel, you'll see some interludes between our pictures. Um, that's all my footage where I'm filming what they call in the industry B-roll. Yeah, <laughs> B-roll footage. Um, you know, people might buy that stuff for movies, uh, independent films, documentaries, commercials, um, just for their own personal use, what have you. But I was always into videography since I was like a teenager. So I looked to find a way to make money at it. And I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, I can upload my stuff online. And um, I got on Pond5.com, Shutterstock, uh, Revo Stock, and iStock Photo, which I think Getty now owns. Um, and I started making like some sales online and I was like, 
I mean, I'm, I remember hustling for like four months to make that first sale. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's doable. <laughs> <laughs> I like ran, I was, my husband was my boyfriend at the time and I ran over to his apartment and I was like, I got a sale. And he was like, I knew it. <laughs> oh, that's so cool, man. You know, that first online thing is like, that's all you need to, to prove it to yourself. And um, I was an auto appraiser for an insurance company. Uh -huh. And it was a blessing in disguise because I took a travel time because I was in my car constantly driving to body shops, people's houses and uh, tow yards. <laughs> and I used that time to listen to podcasts, uh, people like Pat Flynn, um, Entrepreneur on Fire, you know, different different audio books. Listen to like a ton of Brian Tracy, wow. uh, Jim Rohn, you know, Tony Robbins. And man, I just it was like four or six hours a day of just pure business and audio and personal development and that that really helped me quit my job i mean people ask you know how did you do it how did you do it i mean you really got to get your mind right you know to believe yeah. that you can do it and that was that was a big step for me yeah hey uh don't even forget whenever we get off this show i want to get with you on that stock footage thing because i got a buddy of mine in la that i'm trying to uh we talked about it a couple years ago but i i didn't know where to go with it but maybe i can shove something your way and you can help him find a home for that of course, yes. I'm gonna of course, I'm going to tax everyone because I want a piece of the pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a capitalist pig. Come on. <laughs> I love that you said that. That's what he said in the last show, too, that I saw him on. He was like, like this, this is going up because I'm a capitalist pig. That's right. Hey, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm going up. Am I the only one that did Kindle Publishing here, too? Like Kelly, our guest on the show, she and I connected over kindle publishing I, I but that tried was to find the most home. unique people i could find we got a little bit of everything in this group I do. <laughs> I've, done a little bit of, I've done a little bit of kindle publishing but yeah, okay not much yeah i mean it's it's amazing even to me now i'm like that you can replace a, an entire income right <laughs> and i was i was making you know pretty good money uh when i worked for an insurance company and i was like it was like beyond my my capacity to think that like how in the world can I make more than, you know, a few bucks a day? You know, how can I replace an entire salary? You know, but when you pass that, you're just like, wow, you know, like the opportunities are infinite after that. Yeah. Well, now you can't ever go back. Oh, no. <laughs> I can never that. go back. I <laughs> say I'm unemployable. Like, I am yeah. definitely unemployable. <laughs> Me too. I am too. <laughs> Me too, man. I tell that to people all the time. Hey, have you guys ever thought of this? Uh, how many episodes of this show have you guys done? You are number five, and number four was a couple minutes ago. Where are you with this? What I was going to say is, you guys are already building content for a book right here. All you got to do is is take it and have a VA transcribe it, and then go in and clean it all up, and then you can throw it up on Kindle. Because I I I put together this real estate training thing at one time, and that's kind of how I got into the whole software creation thing was was through that. And uh, I took those training videos and broke them down and sent them to a VA and they transcribed them all. And then I put them up on uh, Kindle on Amazon as like all these different books. So I'd have chapter one, right? And so I'd have like, I've got like 12 different books on Amazon. I had to hide them because I had something going on in LA a couple years ago where I didn't want anybody to see it. So, <laughs> but, which is a whole nother story. Uh, <laughs> Show. That sounds like a fun tangent. I know. So, but no, what you guys can do with these videos right here is you guys take them, have somebody transcribe them, and then you guys go in and clean them up, and then you guys have your own little. You can have your books. You can have like six or eight different books on there with links coming back to 
you know, whatever your show name is, you guys can all have your own swag with all your characters on them and subscribe <laughs> to your channel. I mean, there's a lot of things you can I swear you. he was listening to the last episode because oh, <laughs> that's what I was just saying. I was like, Merch Maverick. Somebody needs to make her a journal on, on Create Space that says Merch Maverick because she's taking notes during these calls and she yes, has this whole the like. Is that the yes. law taking the notes? Yeah. <laughs> And then she posts them in our Facebook group after. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll also probably be building the entire thing you just suggested. <laughs> I thought this was tonight, probably. <laughs> tonight, yeah. I thought this was fast. Oh my God. I got to say, I was actually thinking along those lines, not quite the, the book idea, but more of like a website where I, um, on our Facebook group, I broke it down into units. So there's this feature, I don't know if you know it's there, but for Facebook groups, you can have a, a unit. So I've been grouping the posts from Brianna and grouping grouping different posts together into different units. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is a web page. This is a web page. This is like, you or know. Or a, core, a piece of a core. course. Exactly. Guide, you know. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're having our ideas. No. Yeah, if you guys get enough of that content going out there, never look at it like that's that's not where you're gonna make your money. It's like if you guys talk to any authors out there, it's like eh, I don't really make all the money off the book, you know. I make the money off speaking engagements and you know corporate events and stuff like that. It's really a calling card, is all it is. So if you guys can get a bunch of that content out there and get it working for you and get them back and get them into your funnel, I could see you guys actually doing some type of big you know merch type of event. Uh, just like everybody else does and charging a ridiculously high, high price for it. Uh, and that's where you would actually make your money, you know? So that's just my thoughts. It, you, you know what it sounds like to me? You guys need a manager. Uh, <laughs> I, I knew there was, was going to be a, a, an edge to this. I'm going to say we need a merch daddy. Oh, <laughs> hey. that would have been even better. You guys need a manager. All right, we can talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are getting way sidetracked. Well, you are holding out on us. We need to learn about Princey. Uh, I already a question about it. Tell us. <laughs> hey, and, and, and we left one out, so I want to hear her story in a few minutes if we have time. Um, now, hey, look, everybody's been focused on merch by Amazon, and then they were doing the uh, B2B thing, which, which is intriguing to me, but I just can't see myself going out to a pizza place and saying, hey, buy some T-shirts from me. I think it's a great idea. I just don't have that in me, you know? So while everybody was doing all of that and when Amazon had everybody throttled, I was thinking, oh, there's got to be something else out there. So over Christmas, I was like, let me just throw some designs up on Etsy and see what happens. So I had all these, say my girlfriend and I, I talked to her all the time. I'll show, I'll send her a picture of uh, something that I sold and I'll be like, look, I sold a platypus shirt or I sold a, 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 a rainbow walrus shirt. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I had all these Christmas designs and they were like walrus, motocross, and there were these ugly sweater things. And I just threw them up there and I had two VAs at the time and they were uploading them for me. And so as I, I was taking my VAs away from the actual design work, so they were getting frustrated. And I said, well, then I've got to figure out a way to automate this. So what I did is I went to my developer and I said, hey, man, I want to get these guys back designing T-shirts. Let me show you how this what my flow is. And let me see if you can build me something for it. So it took him like six weeks or so to get it really tweaked out. And he had built me uh, something else a while back. So we had had a, a working relationship. So 
I got my designers back on designing rather than uploading things. And it took me about, I don't know, two or three weeks to get it all tweaked out to where it was working. And initially we had the uh, just the uh, unisex 895 shirt that Printful allows. So if anybody knows anything about Printful, um, you can integrate your shirts to Shopify, Seller Central, Ticktail. Um, I don't help me out, guys. Here, what else is there? Um, uh, Etsy, of course. eBay, if you do like ShipStation or something else in there. Oh, yes. Probably Walmart too, right? So I had just built this thing just for Etsy, right? And so you know, I'm running it and it's working, and I'm like, okay, wow, this is cool. So now I don't have to have a VA to upload these things. I can just batch take my designs in one big batch, put them in a folder on my desktop, put the description in and then hit go, right? And so it goes in and it mimics a person. It types at a certain speed. You can vary that speed up and it will upload these designs for you and put them into Printful, which Printful uh, will push it over to Etsy and put it into draft mode. So I was like, all right, man, this is cool. So it was working for me. I put some designs up. Uh, this is like first of, uh, no, I was actually like, mid-March and um, so I got to looking at the software and I was like hang on man if I just change six numbers on this URL and I looked at the code on the back side or on the front side of, of Printful and each of those stores for Amazon Seller Central for Etsy for Ticktail all of these just it's a six-digit code and the interface on Printful is the exact same and I was like hang on let me just change these six numbers here and let me hit go and I did that and it, and it started uploading to my Shopify store. And I was like, oh man, now I can take the exact same designs that I was uploading to Etsy and then change six numbers and hit go again. And now it'll go over to my Shopify store. When that's done, I can change the six numbers again and send it over to Seller Central. Wow. It just, awesome. became, it just became this thing to where I was just like pushing a button. Wow. And, it, when I heard about this, I didn't even hear that. I only heard the Etsy part. And I like literally was like, who knows Dennis? <laughs> I tracked him down on Facebook. I'm like, do you want to be on the show? I mean, this is like, it helps so much. Yeah. And you know what else is, is I, I wanted to, I wanted to keep it cheap because I want people to use it. Right. I ain't getting rich off this. I'm just trying to recoup my money. If I can make some money along the way, great. But I want it to be a tool. Like for example, the girl that I've been seeing told her about it. She's a nurse practitioner. And I said, look, you can do this game that I'm showing you. And she's got her confidence up. And I said, here's how you run the software. Let me show you how to do it. So she's been running the software. And like last night I was at her house and it was like she was upstairs and she's got, she's got it set up on her phone where she gets these cash register notifications. And it's like, cha-ching. And I was like, hey, I sold another shirt. And she's up there like, <laughs> laughing. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, you know, just selling shirts. So anyone can do this. She's super smart. And, you know, but she's got her own full-time job. So I wanted people to get their hands on this and go, all right, this is a cool tool. I don't need to pay three or $400 a month to have a VA because that, that's, a, that's a big barrier to over. I mean, it prevents people from getting more shirts on different platforms because who wants to spend three or $400 a week paying somebody that a, you don't know, B you got to give them access to your account, their financial information, B they can see, they can lock you out. You know, they could be taking a nap. Uh, you know, if you guys know any, I mean, 
<laughs> if you don't know anything about like the VAs and stuff, it's like, oh, we just had a typhoon come through. It's like <laughs> every week. Sometimes they do get typhoons. <laughs> they know merch mama will believe that. <laughs> you got Ramadan. I'm just kidding, I mean, so. that one. You got Ramadan and it's like <laughs> Dude, I've heard them all. It's like, you know, <laughs> my wife's pregnant. I'm like, I didn't even know that wife. <laughs> Wait a second. Are we sharing a VA? <laughs> so, so you can my pain, right? <laughs> oh, it's, it's horrible. It's like, uh, I, it's just crazy. So anyway, not to mention all the hassles that come along with that, that now you don't have to pay somebody to do it. You can literally just... Take these, put them on your hard drive. I've actually got three or four different computers set up in my basement, and I access them with TeamViewer. I was telling uh, Jacob Topping this the other day. Do you guys know Jacob? Yes, he's yeah, been on the show. show. Oh, he's that's yeah, he's episode awesome. number one or episode number two. Yeah, yeah, he's great. And so I was talking to him about it, and he was sharing it with his tribe, and he was all excited about it. And I love Jacob; he's killer. His book's great, by the way. If you don't have it, um, and. I said, dude, I was literally in Mexico and I had team viewer on my phone because if you guys are anything like me, I'm not a PC guy, man. I'm, I'm a hundred percent Mac. Like the only thing I want to do with the PC is use it for kindling, you know, <laughs> or, or like if somebody's trying to break in, uh, you know, I'm not going to run and get the gun. I'm going to grab the PC and hit them over the head. <laughs> so I couldn't stand PCs. It's like, I don't even want to touch them. The mouses are messed up. So anyway, <laughs> All I could think of was, how do I not touch this thing and it doesn't work for me? So I went and got TeamViewer, which is a free application. And I can literally open my Mac and open TeamViewer. And now I can remotely access all of my computers. I can access them from my phone. Uh, I never have to touch those PCs. They're literally in the basement at this point. And so, you know, for anybody that's watching, Princey only works on, on PCs. But I don't run mine natively on my Mac because it'll bog it down. So I run it on all three of these setups that I have and they're going into different stores. And if I'm away and I don't have my, I was literally sitting on the beach in Mexico on team viewer like this, moving the mouse on my phone and making it go. All right, that one's running. Okay. That one's running. All right, let's go take a walk on the beach. So it's literally that easy. You don't have to have a VA anymore and you could do it all from your phone if you want. So Dennis, that's what you would suggest is just grab, like I'm Mac everything. So yeah. grab a PC or something and uh, get it hooked up and running on there. Is that yeah? Yeah. Okay. Look, here's here, here's the math on it. Look, let's say if you didn't have print, <laughs> right? You had to go hire a VA to go upload these designs at yeah. three dollars an hour, forty hours a week. That's one hundred twenty dollars. That's four hundred eighty dollars a month, right? You can go buy a yeah. nice new PC with the Intel Pentium dual quad core that'll wash your dishes and take your dog out for a walk for $400, you know? Yeah, yeah. So then you get Princey for $9.99 a month and you're already ahead of the game in month two. Yep. So, and you don't have to deal with the VA. So I would get a really nice PC computer that runs Windows 10 and just set it up on there and let it run. Okay. And Dennis, you said the catch with that was just, you have to name your design file what your title should be on Etsy, right? That's all you gotta do. Right, so your, your, the way you would label your file would be like, let's say you got a grandma shirt with the butterfly, right? You would call it cool grandma shirt, butterfly shirt, unique grandma.png, right? Okay. So 
if any of you guys use Photoshop, you guys know that oftentimes whenever you export a file out of Photoshop, it'll put all the little dashes in there, right? You guys mm -hmm. familiar with that? Yeah, yeah. What Princey will do is if you label your files before you export them out of Photoshop and you name it, you know, you convert the file or whatever you do to it and you leave it in there and then you export it, it'll go cool grandma butterfly shirt, cute grandma shirt.png, but there'll be dashes in there and you put that on your hard drive. Well, you can leave it like that and then Princey will take out the dashes and the .png for you. And it just, it looks at all your keywords and goes, all right, these are unnecessary characters that we don't need. We, or if there's a hyphen or an apostrophe, or it, it takes all that stuff out of it for you. Recognize it as basically a space? Yes, that's what okay. it does. It creates a space. Yeah. Okay. And here's the other thing, too, is that with uh, Etsy, uh, they only allow up to 13 tags in the actual um, product uh, listing. So with Princey, uh, which is a combination of Printful and Etsy, um, you can enter, you know, 40 or 50 tags. And, and here's the way that I do it. I, I batch upload. So I'll go, all right, like I just did a bunch of uh, LGBT flag shirts, right? And so I had grandma, grandpa, all this stuff. So I would take 250 designs, put them in a folder, and then I would say, all right, go run, do that, and let it run. and Let it upload all those, and it puts it over into Etsy for me. That way, and then, then I would put all the tags as LGBT, uh, gay, lesbian, grandma, grandpa, mom. and what Princey will do is it'll put 13 in, but it'll round robin them, so all of your tags will vary. The other thing that Princey will do is, I learned this from RJ Martinez, who's really smart, by the way, I like him, um, is if you take the actual product of the name, uh, the name of the product, which is in the file, we've got it set up now in Princey, where if you take a piece of short code, and it's like, you know, the block character things. I don't know what they're called, whatever those things are called. And then in capital letters, you put product name. It will take the name of the file and put it in the product description, which RJ is convinced that that helps with SEO. Hmm. So Princey will do that for you if you just put that short code in there. So it's like, is it just HTML? No, no, no. Is it's that? just short code. It's just like the oh, Yeah, it's just a short. Yeah, it's what they call a short code. I know what you're talking about, those weird little funky brackets. Yeah, they're just like okay. square brackets that are shaped like this, you know? Okay. I'm not doing a gang sign. I'm trying to show you what a bracket is. <laughs> <laughs> this is not like Louisville gang sign stuff, all right? This is this, this is the merch money sign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not voguing over here. This is a bracket. <laughs> Here's the other thing, too. As we started, I don't know how we're doing on time, but you know, I, I can keep talking. Oh, we're, yeah, keep going. We're only halfway. All right, good. Um, the other thing is that we started it off with the with the unisex, um, you know, the basic eight ninety five shirt, and what we did is we started putting up women's tank tops on Etsy, and those started to take off for us. And if you guys know, I mean, I don't wear a tank top. I mean, <laughs> you know, women wear tank tops, but that's I mean, all I wear. That's all yeah. I wear. I know. But, I'm you know. wearing my merch money shirt right now, though. This was the first yeah. first design. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, tank tops. We need. No, and 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 my girl, she started uploading by hand, and she's like, "These are selling," and I'm like, "She's like, you need to get those put in the software," and I'm like, "All right, I'll, okay, cool, I'll do it." So we, I made it to where we can now do tanks. Uh, we can do a unisex tank, and then there's also another fitted women's tank that looks really nice. Um, 
So you can do five different shirts. It's like uh, the unisex, the gilding unisex, the Bella canvas, uh, two different tanks. Oh, and there's, um, you might like this, Amy, uh, if you do photography, which is, you can do now like a canvas print looking thing. Oh, cool. So you can actually take pictures or whatever and uh, put them on. So there's five different things that you can do at the moment. Sweet. This is awesome. So is there any questions in the chat right now about oh, I'm sure. yeah, any of this so far? 3C asked, is your description just your title put above the printful description of the product in your Etsy listing, or do you add more to it? I'm sorry. You said, you said using that short code would add whatever, like the product title. Yeah, you know what? Let me drop the link into you. Well, you, you guys might want to drop your own link in. You don't want me to send direct to my page. I, don't you guys have a link? It's it's on our... I have it in right the description now. already to get oh, to okay. um, Princey. Yeah, because what I was going to say is that if they go to that landing page, they'll be able to see a short video on it. Now, it doesn't have all the products on it, and it doesn't have the, uh, the short code. I need to update that video. However, what it'll do is if you watch that video, as it's typing, it'll take the title, and then whenever it gets to the product description area, within the user interface of the software is where the short code resides. And so it, the software, when it comes to the product description, will see it in inside of that product description and it will intuitively know, take the product title and put it here. And then you, it will type in the product description if you want to add more information into that. But all of that is pre-set up inside of the software. And do you, you have a YouTube channel. I linked that as well. Um, do you have a video on that part? Maybe uh, you should you know do, what? do a video I, on that. And then I I'll uh, link the video in our Facebook group also. So we can. You know what? I'll, I'll actually do that tonight or first thing tomorrow for sure. And I'll, I'll yeah, drop it. Some uh, people like me like really got to see it and be like, what is he talking about again? Yeah, no, but I think uh, the videos that would be great. Helen, the ones that you had sent me to watch that he's uh -huh. done were, I mean, they're very easy to follow and straightforward. Yeah. No, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're, you've done a great job with the videos you've done so far. And um, I was briefly telling you that Brianna has the VA rentals, um, uh, company where I had bought all my shirts. So that's how I got started on merch just through Brian's company. So I was so happy that she's on the show today talking directly with you because <laughs> I'll be able to get the whole full package from her that works perfectly with Princey and be ready to go. Hey, yeah. let me tell you something. You, you got to tell me about your, uh, the VA rentals thing because I, I just, I've got two VAs that do designs and, and, I've got one that's in Hungary and I pay him a premium and then I have another guy that I pay $5 an hour, but I pay the guy the premium so it'll keep me from getting infringing designs or somebody sending me stuff that they've scraped off Sunfrog, right? Sure. I've been looking lately for a new designer and we went over to, to Design Pickle and so far I don't like how their workflow is. It's oh. not fast enough for me and so I'm, I'm, I want to find another solution. Uh, more so, I don't mind spending the money for it, I just want a fresh new approach on some design. So if you can maybe tell me about what you're doing, it might help me and whoever. Sure. I, I think you should definitely talk together because it, because she could get it in the right format so that okay. it's just so easy to work with Princey. So you just, it's yeah, like a package it, deal. It would literally be uh, as simple as anyone that was trying to upload their designs. Like we could even take designs, Helen, couldn't we even take the, the files I, you already this have? Is, this is what happened. 
this is what happened. I watched Merch Elephant's video. So shout out to Matt and I don't know. He he was somebody was interviewing you. So the, what I did is I immediately reached out to you and then I immediately reached out to Brianna and I was like, this is what we gotta change. <laughs> this is what you gotta do. You gotta do groups of a niche of a certain type of shirt. You gotta have the title as the PNG and then just like a brief description, like with the keywords that goes with all of those shirts and yep. just sell it together as a bundle. So 25 shirts about whatever. Automated and then just automated, automated. I can buy different groups of 25, 25, all these different niches, save it in a folder. Put it's it basically something we do, which Helen is referring to is something that yeah. she's basically purchased through us in the past. And so now we can modify it really easily to mm -hmm. work with Princey. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. I want to hear more. Yeah, and you and she can go as high as you want. I, I was like, can I have 700 shirts? She's like, sure. When do you need to buy? And I got 700 at once. So it was, um, they're awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it definitely sounds like something I like to explore. So let's definitely talk about that afterwards. Sure. Yeah. Oh, whenever. Sounds good. I'm pretty, I'm pretty curious. I am changing the subject here, but how many uploads a day do you have if you are at tier 20,000? I can do 500 a day. You can do 500? Yeah. I think you probably can do more than that. Then they just think, up. Yeah, because I, I can do 400 and I'm only on tier 4,000. Uh, yeah. yeah. Here's what happened, guys. Let me just go look at mine real quick. You're, uh, you're probably at like 2,000 a day. <laughs> at least. Now, now you know what? Uh, I started focusing on Etsy, and I let a bunch of mine fall off. Yeah. So in the past month, I haven't been uploading that much. And, and you guys know it just takes a lot of time to do. So sure. I, I had my account capped out at 20K. Or no, I had it capped out at 18K. Yeah. And then a lot of those from Christmas started falling off. Yeah. So. I need to get I need to get back in the game and get I need to hire a couple more VAs to start uploading or or just spend more time here at the house doing it, you know. So yeah. So that, a PA I kind of skipped <laughs> I kind of skipped some things on my uh, agenda here because I was so excited about Princey. <laughs> but that was one of my questions of uh, I know you have merch. I know you're at the 20k tier on merch and you're also doing Etsy. What other platforms are you using? Um, here they are from my experience of the amount of organic traffic that will result in sales. So you've got, um, of course, Merch by Amazon. And then th and other people may be having or seeing different results. Um, but Teespring's been really good. I'm good for, depending on the time of the year, three 300 to a thousand bucks a month on that. Um, nice. And then, and then it red bubble is usually good for 150 to 300 for me. Uh, and then it's spread shirt, which is good for about a hundred bucks a month. A um, uh, hundred to 150. And then you got Sunfrog, which is not so good. Uh, 20, 30 bucks a month. And then cafe press is bringing up the rear and it's just, it's terrible, man. <laughs> do you have the same amount of shirts though on all those platforms or well um there's a lot on there put it that way okay. and i don't spend time uploading to those platforms we uh there's some guys that own another piece of software that we're coming out with that mm -hmm. you guys can uh join the webinar on the 18th and it will submit to um spreadshirt teespring redbubble cafe press 
We just got greenlit by Zazzle um, and then Inktail. It'll do Inktail. So there'll be six different platforms. So basically, if you're using Princey or if you name your files in the way that we were talking about, you will be able to take those same files and drag them and drop them into the service and set up your templates. And then you will be able to hit go and it will drip out 20 to Redbubble, 20 to uh, Teespring. Tw I mean, the same That's awesome. 20. That is so amazing. Like, this is why, I mean, I told them, I'm like, I don't care. We have to get him on right now. Like, <laughs> better, you guys. I, I'm not paying overtime. I'm sorry. Like, this is important. <laughs> no, so Dennis, how, um, Dennis, how do you do your titles for Etsy? Are you doing any kind of research? Or are you literally just naming them and then one and done? No, no. I use merchant words. And uh, sometimes I'll go in just to Amazon and just do a, a basic search. But I really go after the low-hanging fruit. And so I'll look for long-tail keywords. Um, the other thing that I do is I used to spend a lot of time, you know, writing out this or copying and pasting the descriptions in, right? So when I first started doing merch, I would spend a couple of days designing. And then I would take two or three days of uploading on my own. And that's evolved into hiring people to do the designs and then having friends and family and also VAs help me upload stuff. So in doing that, I used to make my product descriptions and uh, what else is that other thing at the bottom? There's three areas you can fill out. Oh, bullet points. Bullet yeah, points and then product, product description. description. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would, I would always type those up into, you know, readable sentences that like, for example, it'd be like this grandma shirt makes a great, great grandma gift idea, right? So I got great grandma, but I also got great. Grandma. <laughs> no, no, hang on. This, this stuff, like I write, I've written a lot of songs in my life, so I know how to like take words and spin them. So yeah. for me, it was like, oh, okay, this is easy for me. And I see people in these groups going, now, how do you write the description? I'm like, how do you not know how to write? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. It comes out. So say, unique custom grandma shirt, which are all keyword phrases that I looked up and I would have a list of them and I would just look at them and I would start writing. I go, this unique custom grandma shirt makes a great grandma gift idea. If you have a grandma that is looking for a grandma anniversary gift, or she has a grandson or a granddaughter that is looking for a great grandma, I would do stuff like that. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a tongue twister. <laughs> Some of my descriptions look like the Gettysburg Address. <laughs> but they were all readable, you know? Whereas some people would put like grandma, comma, great grandma, comma, you know, and all this stuff. And they were getting their accounts shut down over it. I had a couple of friends that that happened to. So now what I've done is I've gone completely the opposite way. I recently just made up some shirts that are just the dumbest, most basic <laughs> block looking font. Like, for example, one of them just says, Serial Mom. That's all it says. <laughs> I sold one the other day. Then another one just says, "Cool mom." I sold one of those today. And, <laughs> and all the t all the product title is is "Serial Mom." That's it. Is it different for Princey? Like, are you looking to throw more keywords into that title? Well, with with Princey through Etsy, you can have 140 characters, right? Mm -hmm. So. In Amazon, what's it limited to, guys? Like 60? 140, right? 
No, 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 not, no. Not, it's shorter in the title. Title uh, is it? Not eighty. Is it? It's under a hundred. I'm not I sure. thought it was eighty, but I could be wrong. I'll solve it for you guys. It's sixty. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking the question when he knows the answer. Come yeah. on. I was seeing that was a trick. Class. Hey, I was seeing who was paying attention to class. Okay, it's six. <laughs> Right. I was going to say, I'm like, how does a software guy not know this? Like, didn't you have to? It was a pop quiz, okay? So We failed. We failed. I don't know. How did you get to that level? Um, so you got 60 characters. Now, Teespring only allows you 40. Etsy allow you 160. Um, Spreadshirt, not for sure how many. Uh, Cafe Press allows you a lot. But I know for a fact Teespring's 40. Merch by Amazon's 60. Etsy's 140. So all of my uploads first go to Merch by Amazon. Then what I do is I take those exact same designs and I go, uh, the most, actually more so than Teespring, the best organic traffic is coming from Etsy. So then I go in and I take those exact name files and I'll do a little bit more keyword research. Now, the key to that is because I know once I drop them into this other software, those titles are going to get truncated on Teespring. So I always make sure that my most important keywords are at the front of the file name because after they go from Merch by Amazon from 60, I know that eventually when they get over to Teespring, they're going to be truncated to 40. But I know I've got to expand them to 140 over to Etsy. So the way that I keep track of it is I put my most important keywords up front after I upload them to Merch by Amazon to get them prepped for Etsy. I get them to Etsy, and then once I drop them into the bit mass submitter software that we have coming out, I know that whatever it cuts off the end is not really going to matter anyway. So I don't care at that point. So that's the way that I name them. So there's definitely a flow. It goes from Merch by Amazon, repurpose over to Etsy, and then I do it to mass submitter. So kind of working with a 40-character uh, limit is kind of what when you're you know creating your titles, really. You, you want to get your most important stuff for me, yeah, for, yeah. for the purpose that I'm doing within those first okay. 40 All right. And you're just coming off the top of your head with it, or are you going into like, like auto-suggest or something like that for Amazon? I don't sit there and go, I don't, for me, I don't sit there and sweat over it too much. Because mm -hmm. I'm more about bulk. I need to get yeah. As much up, up there, so I'm not really digging down deep and going, Well, should I put that one in this one? <laughs> about that. I'm just like, Give me a keyword and let's get going. <laughs> Give me something back, computer. So I'm just there and I'll just grab, I'll just start typing in merchant words. And, and what I do is I set up two screens and I've got my file folder over here and I've got merchant words right here. And I'm literally keeping this one on top of this one, right. Mm -hmm. And I'm typing in the, the file one, but I'm scrolling with this one. I'm like, oh, that, that's a good one. <laughs> and what I'll do, if, if you guys are Mac people, you know that you can hit command and right click on, you know, different files. And I'll take six or eight of those files and I'll make the, the, um, the end phrases or the beginning of the phrase the same for six files. And I'll pick six more. And I'll add six of those. So I'm not doing them one by one. I'm going four, six, eight, ten, twelve at a time, depending on how many files I have in there. So it, it, it may say six of them in that file might say, you know, it might be a border poly shirt, a pointer shirt, uh, a German shepherd shirt. All three of those might have the same ending on them, mm -hmm. but the three under it and the three above it will have different endings or they could have different beginnings, but they'll all be 
they'll show up for pointer shirt and then maybe, you know, cool mom dog owner shirt. For those mm -hmm. So, no, they're really never going to show up in the same search results as, as far as I know. Any more uh, questions from the chat? Uh, he answered Donna's question about the other platforms that Princey would be pushed out. Well, I guess and maybe it's, is it still Princey or is it some other software that it'll be? No, no, Princey will do what the other one will not at this point. Okay. Um, Princey will do, it'll push through Printful, it'll to Etsy, Shopify, Seller Central, uh, Picktail, and store envy is the other one. Uh, and I haven't tested it yet, but it might push through to um, eBay through ShipStation, but I haven't tested that. The other software that is not mine, we're just consulting on it, but they brought us on a year ago, will, which is gonna come out on May 18th, will submit to um, Teespring, Redbubble, Spreadshirt, Cafe Press, Zazzle before too long and Ticktail. So, so between the two of them, it covers everything pretty much. It covers a lot. It okay. covers, yeah. And they're both similar where it's just based on the title. Like as long as you have the title of your file, what you want the title to be, that's. Yes. The good news is the guy, the, me and Aaron, my partner that I've done a different bunch of different projects on, this is the way that we've always done our file naming system for okay. Merch by Amazon. So whenever these guys brought us on a little over a year ago to consult on it, you know, they're, they're developers, they're not sellers. Uh -huh. but they were like, how do you guys do it? So we, we- I love it, because then it's simple. Both, the, both systems run similarly, so. You know, if, if, if you're on board with Princey and it's working for you, you will literally, I'm not kidding you, this will take you all of five seconds to go and drop them over somewhere. Yeah. You know? So it, it'll work for you. I, I saw it. Like as soon as I saw it on there, I'm like, guys, this is, we got to do this <laughs> right now. Yeah, um, no, it'll, it'll be, you know, there'll be a monthly fee on the other one. They haven't decided yet. I don't have anything to do with that, but whatever it is. Um, it. It'll, it'll be, be worth, worth it. it. it definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It'll, it'll be awesome. Trust me. Well, I appreciate you telling us about that. Um, before the 18th, you guys all watching, you're getting this getting this information early. Yeah, and what I'll do is I'll set you guys up. Uh, I don't know if the first one's limited to 100 people that can get on it, and I think there's already 200 registrants. Mm -hmm. uh, Will there be a replay for the webinar? I don't know. It depends on what those guys decide. Um, I'll ask them. But we'll clear our schedule, May 18th. <laughs> Yeah. Brianna's going to have her Merch Maverick journal ready to go. <laughs> yep. Uh, Aaron and I'll be on the webinar, and, and the developers and the owners of, of the software will be on there with us. And you guys will be able to ask all the questions that you want. Um, you know, I'm not going to get behind something that is not good or that I don't believe in. I might be a capitalist pig, but I'm. <laughs> I'm not going to try to sell someone something that doesn't work. Um, I spend for the $9.99 a month. There's several people in my group that will tell you I get if they're having a problem, I get on TeamViewer with them and I try to solve that problem for them, whatever they're having with the software, because I know what it's like for someone not to help you with those tech type of things when all you want to do is get busy working. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, these things that I'm trying to bring to the marketplace to help people are productivity tools uh, that hopefully people will uh, benefit from and also save themselves some money and be able to, you know, maybe pay their electric bill or make a car payment or, or just something that will bring them happiness and joy. And if these tools help them do that, then, then I've succeeded, you know. Well, thank you so much. And you have been already so willing to just talk with us and help us. I mean, I literally contacted you right after I watched the uh, watched the show you were on. And I was thinking like, oh, he probably won't accept my request or it'll take a long time to get back to me. And I was like, I was like, wait, never mind, Amy. You don't have to contact him. He already answered my message. <laughs> it was so uh, fast. Uh, hey, man, you know. One thing I've learned about this community is that people want to help, you know, and yeah. I know what it's like to like a real quick story. I was when I first got into this whole online game, I was in my I lived in L.A. at the time and I was living in Santa Monica and I, I was having problems with this piece of software and I kept messaging support and I get in the run around, run around, run around. Oh, heck with this software. So I went and found another one. And that one didn't work. It was a WordPress plugin. It was a, it was a page countdown timer is what it was to create mm -hmm. scarcity. And so on the third one, I'm literally driving myself insane with this thing. And I bought this thing called Page Exploration Robot. And I, I remember it just like it was yesterday, sitting at my table or my little desk in Santa Monica. And this thing works. And there was like a little bug in it or something I couldn't figure out. And so... I messaged the developer of it and he got back with me like that, you know, and I messaged him back and I was like, Hey dude, thanks for responding quick. I didn't expect that. I've been getting the runaround on these other things. Like, no, 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 dude, I'm here to help. And he said, if you want to hop on Skype real quick, I'll be happy to help you. And I was like, really? <laughs> he became one of my best friends online and he like coached me and showed me all kinds of things. And I said, and he was charging big money for doing this. And his name's John Socrates. You can go look him up. He's a super cool cat. And he's making a killing out there right now. And I said, dude, how much do I need to pay you? And he's like, no, man, just pay it forward. You, you needed some help and you like our product. Just speak good about it and go help somebody else. And I was like, are you sure? And he's like, well, my normal fee is like $500 an hour. If you want to give me that. I was like, dude, I don't have that. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was like, click. No, it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely paid it forward tonight with you all the did. Yeah. You did. I was so surprised that he answered that quick and was just like, oh yeah, sure, I'll be there Monday. Like, yeah. <laughs> Look, it's a community, and we're all trying to help. And uh, no, so I, I'll just never forget that. So I like to help people, and um, yeah, it's good. So I'm, I hope that we shared some things where people could benefit from and. Uh, you know, you definitely did, and you're definitely going to benefit at least us, but I'm sure our audience also. Yeah, well, somebody yeah. in the um in the the chat, they're asking if you have a Facebook page or a group or anything for Princey. I do, it's, and it's all linked in the description. So the first okay. couple uh, lines should be all your groups. But yes, and I'll post them again uh, yes. tomorrow with the notes. I'll post all the links. Is there anything you guys need from me or any more questions or maybe something I didn't get to on the software or? Um, there was just one question um, in the chat just about a, a brief summary of how to best organize themselves for 
getting ready to just go with Princey. So we already understand about the titles. So, I mean, would you basically just suggest that they're going through? And I think you said you were doing like 250 files at a time. So maybe putting them in a folder, niche related. I mean, how do you organize that is what they were asking. What I do is I have two separate folders set up. One of, it, one of them I call completed to Amazon because I upload first to Amazon. That's the first thing I do. If it doesn't go, because that's where the, all the traffic is. So all my designs go there first, right? The other one is what I call NQ. And within that NQ folder is all of my things that I have not uploaded. So in each of those, you might find NQ, it'll be, you know, dog shirts. And then there'll be subfolders in there. It could be, okay. uh, you know, all this stuff. So I, I organize them by niche because the way that I do it is I batch upload, whether I'm uploading them by hand to merch by Amazon, or if I'm using the Princey software, they're still going up in batches. Perfect. Perfect. Nice. Well, I know we're we're nearing the end of time, but I really appreciate you coming on. And um, anything else you have in the future, just let us know, and we will uh, either have you back on or <laughs> just share it with our group. Any any updates to the software or anything that anything new you come out with in the future? Yeah. Hey, man. You guys, let me know how I can help. Um, you know, don't be scared to hit me up on Facebook. Um, if I don't get right back with you, I'll, I'll, I'll eventually get around to it. Um, yeah, if there's something I can help you guys with your show or whatever, let me know. Uh, and if you guys, you, got, you guys are going to need a manager. <laughs> merch daddy. <laughs> you are the first one that has offered. So I appreciate that. We're going to have to, uh, See how it goes. I'm sure there's a lot of people who want to be our manager, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out from Joe Clay. He joined. <laughs> I suppose uh, he doesn't realize that that I'm involved here. I'm a little bit of a handful, so I think that the the manager better like make sure they know that. <laughs> Includes Brianna. A little sub note. Yeah, <laughs> sub note. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> Warning. <laughs> you guys are going to get like a bidding war going on for managers. People are going to be like flying out to see you. And I've got this vision for you five. You guys I think Jacob awesome. Topping will be in there too. <laughs> yeah, he's got his bid in there. You're the Spice Girls of merch. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's another name. We were called, uh, what was it? The, the, the Charming Angels. Yeah, oh, Charlie's Angels. I've, I've got uh, a couple people have said The View. We're, we're way cooler than the view. Come on. Yeah, I think Are they calling us old? What are they trying to say there? Hey, man. Hey, Luke. Uh, I know we can go whenever you want, but we can. I, I like brainstorming ideas. Uh -huh. I like talking about business, but um, you guys really, really have something here. And I'm not just like, because I'm on the show. I, I told you that from the get-go. I mean, You did. I copied and pasted your message to me, and I sent it to the girls. I'm like, look what yeah. he said. <laughs> Hey, look, do not, do not change what your vision is for what you have going. And here's why. Some people are going to be like, oh, those girls think they're cool. You know, it's going to be people that are haters. Or, you know. uh, we yeah. know about haters. Somebody in yeah. particular knows about that. Yeah. Brianna. Uh, Brianna. <laughs> Brianna had to deal with that all last week. Yeah. Hey, man, do not. How dare you do things? <laughs> not get off track with that because. Part of marketing 101 is if you can divide your audience to those that love you and hate you, you're doing something right. And the more that you can, like, 
I can't remember everybody's name, but I'm going to be able, once I get off here, to be able to Texas Amy, uh, Merch Maverick, uh, Michelle from Massachusetts. You know, <laughs> I, I don't have them all down yet, but that's one of the things that, that I was gravitating towards. I was like, okay, these girls are creating characters. I mean, some of the greatest brands on the face of the planet, Ronald McDonald for McDonald's, the, the Geico commercial has the lizard. Uh, you know, uh, Carfax has the car fox. You know, all of these things um, have nicknames and mascots and stuff like that. So don't back down on those things. The more that you can create kind of a cool, kitschy brand around what you guys are doing, the better off. You'll be easier to remember and people will gravitate towards it. If people don't like it, then kick them to the curb. Exactly. That's how yeah. I feel about it. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I was really happy that you said for Amy to reach out to you after the show about her uh, stock photography or whatever it was that because I as soon as I watched your show, I, I messaged Amy and I was like, you got to talk to this guy because, you know, marketing so much better than me. And I, we didn't even get into marketing on this show, but I know you're so good with marketing and no, man, she, she's our marketing girl. I just guess. Hey, I started watching hers because. I, I could hear what she was saying, but the weather, I was like, I don't know where she's at. That's where I want to be. <laughs> oh, in, uh, Tampa Bay, Florida. Tampa Bay? Okay. Yeah. It's cheap to live down here. I know, I know maybe not quite as cheap as Louisville, but it's yeah. cheap. Hey, I, I lived down in Florida. Uh, I went to a music school in Florida State for a year. Did you go to Full Sail? No, no, no. I went to oh, okay. Um. And they were trying to teach me. I was singing like opera. And I'm like, dude, I just want to learn a Brian Adams song. Give me a Brian Adams song, you know? <laughs> and so I ended up dropping out of there. But the, the point is, is that when I was down in Florida, so many bugs, man. It's like the weirdest thing for me. They're not, they're not bugs. Those big bugs. The are you talking about the love bugs or? No, they're like bugs that are the bugs. Yeah. What are they called? You were in the country, that's why. Water <laughs> bugs or something? Stop it. You know that in Tampa they have those things. What are they called? The they're like huge. Love bugs. No, the love bugs are small. They stick no, to the No, we're not talking about those. We're talking about the it's water, water things. Oh yeah, palmetto bugs, right? Yeah, I mean it depends where you live. Uh we get mosquitoes. That's what's the killer around here. Those are birds with Bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember I lived in Tampa and now I can't think of the name of them, but they're huge. They're like these big things. They're like cockroaches. They're kind of like cockroaches, but bigger. Like Yeah, yeah. Palmetto bugs. Those I mean, those are from like North Carolina South. You find those things. Oh, okay. What about the other Amy? How did the other Amy get in get involved with all this? What in the merch? Well, I am um, we we were introduced to FBA, but we weren't really doing much with it. So I can't even say that FBA is what got us into it my husband he worked full-time he was on the ambulance and then he did the oil field thing and I was a stay-at-home mom with three very loud and crazy boys <laughs> and um in some group I heard somebody talk about Amazon merch so I went ahead and signed up and about three months later I got accepted in and went for it so my story is pretty simple and short but it's been it's been great merch is really the first business type of thing that I've ever gotten into. And I, I love it. Were you doing any type of graphic design prior? I mean, did you have any graphic design experience or anything? No, um, I did take a course in high school, but I missed like all of it because I skipped that one. But um, no, not really. Very basic. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, no, you know what? But there are some things from that class that I remembered, like layers. I mean, it's such a simple concept, but that's the one thing I took away that's helped me emerge. But yeah, cool. Now you you know what the crazy thing about this is is, is that like I've showed probably or I've shown, um, I'll guarantee a dozen different people, and I've told different friends of mine about like, hey man, you need some money, go over here. This is how you do this. And they're like, well, I don't know how to design. I'm like, you don't really know how to design. You just need to have a little bit of cash to buy some designs and then scale them out. And here's how you scale them. And I think it's important for people to know your story, Amy, which is you don't need to know how to design. You just got to have a little bit of hustle. And well, for me, it was, you know, I sit there and I saw this opportunity. I didn't have to put any money into it. And I figured, heck, if I got to figure out how to do something, I'll do it. If there's a will, there's a way. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm all for that. And even yeah. some of the more challenging things I see other people do, it's like, okay, I don't know how to do that today, but just give me a minute and I'll figure it out. Yeah. You know, just... Being at tier 4,000, you're showing that a stay at home mom can kick butt. In oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, because you've got three young ones, you know, so. Yep. And they're with me full time because I do the homeschooling thing and everything. I don't have like. Wow. I didn't know. I, I didn't know about that yeah. part. Yes. Holy wow. My life is crazy, y'all. Wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How, so this is this is episode five. We're just finding out that Texas Amy homeschooled. <laughs> yeah, I'm a homeschooling mom. I'm one of those. So. <laughs> no, that's awesome. But that shows, though, Amy, look how successful you are. And you homeschool on top of having little ones. I mean, that's awesome. Thank you. You know, it's just I've got I've got big dreams and we're going places. So it's exciting. And my kids, my older two, they, they sit there with their little drawing notebooks and they're drawing things. They're like, Mom, can you put this up? So I'm going to I'm going to create for them their own little folders on Redbubble. And if they, oh, if they sell, they'll, they'll get some money. That's nice. awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Hey, what do you got? Are, are any other guy, uh, gals doing uh, Redbubble at all? I am a little, a little bit. bit. Just a little I bit. haven't yeah. yet. I, I like, like Redbubble. Yeah, I like Redbubble too. Um, with that other software that's coming out, um, you can. You, it's time consuming aligning all the images on the different products, right? The software on the 18th that you guys will see aligns them all for you. You drop it in, hit go, and it, it puts them all on there for you. Um, what I was going to tell you is just as, it, and it, as an experiment, I think the default setting on Redbubble is 20%. And I upped mine to uh, 25, and I'm already making way more money than I'm I mean, just 5% across all products, and I'm making, I'll probably double what I did last month. Excellent. Yeah. And I'm going to keep pushing that up 5%. Uh, I went all the way as high as 50% for like a week and I didn't see any sales come through. So I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, back it off. Got to that capitalist pig thing a little bit. <laughs> Got a little bit too fat. Uh, but you could like, possibly do that for that. Christmas for Q4, couldn't you? What's that? Could you do that for Q4 when everyone's desperate for that holiday gift? You let, let me tell you something. Some of my best-selling shirts are $24.99 shirts. People yeah. do not care. Here's a little nut, uh, nugget, nugget, whatever those guys call it, whatever it is. They got <laughs> me going on now. Is that price does not matter. It's the message on the shirt 
if it resonates with the person that's viewing it, they will buy it as long as it's not sixty dollars. You know, a twenty-four ninety-nine shirt will sell just like a nineteen ninety-nine shirt. Now, if you go too low, it implies that it's a very cheap product. So it's actually counterintuitive to the buyer psyche. So if you have a decent looking design with a a message that resonates with the viewer, they will push buy on it. And now I don't have any data on merch by Amazon that will show that. However, I've looked at my Shopify store whenever I had Lucky Orange on there. And I've just watched people like a couple Christmases ago when I was running ads on Facebook. Didn't matter what if it was $24.99 or $19.99. They're, they're buying, they're buying, they're buying. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I don't know if 50% on Redbubble would work, but I can tell you this for a fact. Come Christmas time, people are buying online. Uh, I wouldn't hesitate to raise some prices. I, put it this way. I, I live in Louisville. They just had the Kentucky Derby here. Yeah. Are you guys horse racing fans? I used to work at off-track betting. Okay. All right. But, I do like big hats. Yeah. <laughs> that counts. So <laughs> I've got like an Airbnb that I do in the back part of my house, right? And so I it's like anywhere from forty-nine to one hundred thirty-six dollars a night, depending on how Airbnb's you know algorithm adjusts it. So the front part of my house, which is where I'm at now, is a two-bedroom, two-bath up here. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try to rent out the whole house, and I'm going to put the upstairs up for six hundred or for eight hundred, no, a thousand. Which is normally 40, uh, 49 bucks a night. I'm going to put that up for 1000 and I'm going to put the front up for 2500 And I let it ride for a couple of weeks and didn't get any bites. But this was back in February, right? So my girl and I were sitting on the couch and we're laughing and joking. And she's like, You think somebody's really going to pay that? And I was like, I don't know. I'm, I'm too dumb not to try, you know? <laughs> so I kept dropping it a couple hundred bucks like every week or so just to see what would happen. I got somebody to pay me $1,800 a night for a four bedroom, two bath house for Derby because you cannot find a place within, you know, a 30 or 45 mile radius. Like a Holiday Inn Express here is like 600 bucks a night, 700 bucks a night. So to get a full house and 14 guys came down here for some bachelor party or something. I don't know what it was, which sounds horrible, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like fun, but it sounds like they're going to mess. So I went and stayed at my girl's house, and I was kind of stressed out about it. But the point is, is that if there's demand out there and the supply is limited, people will buy it as long as the product is good. And the, my house is nice, but my shirt at twenty four ninety nine is equally as nice to that person that's looking at it. So never get scared about pricing. Um, those things, you know. Put it, I saw somebody the other day that had a shirt that they said is a basic tech shirt. They're selling for like $29.99 or something. It was one of the heavy hitters. I don't know who it was, but I was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm down with that, you know? So don't let uh, pricing scare you away. Test different things. That's the key right there, test. Test different mm -hmm. things. Yeah. It really depends. It depends on the niche. It depends on a lot of things. But. Yeah, and whenever I say test, guys, I've got – Right now, I've got like 12,600 and something designs live, right? I can't even see all of my designs. In my <laughs> it, it only shows me 10,000 at the top. You, you guys have seen it. 
we yeah. can only display 10,000 products. I'm like, how do I know what I have? <laughs> we haven't gotten to that problem yet. Yeah, I don't have that problem. It's like, but, yeah, that's what we can look forward to. We'll have that problem yeah. soon. Yeah. Well, so my, my thing yeah, is, shoot that problem. I, I say best and stuff, but I don't even know what I have on Merch by Amazon at this point. So I don't go in. <laughs> I'm just like, man, if it's selling, I'm cool with it. Uh, I might try some different things if I see something moving. I'm going to play around with this one. But I'm not with my spreadsheet and my you know, my pocket protector and my pen, <laughs> and my glasses on and, you know, down at a computer doing like this. I wonder if I can 30 cents out of this thing. I wonder how I can do this, you know. So I'm not doing that. I'm more like, oh, how can I squeeze a nap in this afternoon? <laughs> nice. Are you doing AMS ads, Dennis? I do, and here's another problem. I've got like 400 and something, and all I do is look at what I'm spending. I'm like, okay, well, it's it's spending $5 a day on 400 and something ads, so it's not spending all of it. I just look at my total, what what my running total is, and I'm like, hope I'm doing good. <laughs> just wing it. <laughs> I'm just like, they're not overspending, so I'm good. And here's the thing with that. I've got all my budgets really low. So on Facebook back in the day, if you put if you put you wanted to spend three hundred dollars a day on an ad, Facebook would rifle through that. Yeah. Like if you put it up at four in the afternoon in that eight hour span, oh man, they're they're spending it, you know? Yeah. So and I learned that the hard way. I put up an ad one time at like because I was living on the West Coast at the time and it sets at midnight Pacific Standard Time, it resets and it starts over, right? Mm -hmm. so really, the way to do it is to start your ad at 12.01 Pacific Standard Time, and then Facebook will spread it out over the day, right? Yeah, now, supposedly. You, yeah, supposedly. So <laughs> what I would do, I made this mistake a couple times in talking to my friend that showed me how this whole T-shirt game, and he, we learned this the hard way. It's like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to test like, I don't know, 20 different shirts, pug shirt, nurse shirt, whatever. I'm going to put $10 on them all. And so just, I'll probably spend $200 tomorrow. And I hit it at like midnight or not midnight, but like 11 o'clock, not knowing, you know, that they would rifle through it. And at 12.01, I'd already spent $200. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> you blinked. So on the, on the AMS ads, what I do is I just, I set the cost per click really low and I set the max budget at five and AMS will tell you if like I had a couple runners that took off running for me, and they'll, they'll send you a notification in there that says these ads are approaching or nearing or are over their daily budget spend. We recommend that you increase it. So, and, you, and some of you guys have probably experienced this already, but uh, they will let you know if something's picking up. And at that point, and I'll go and I'll look at those ads and go, all right, well, let me see where it's showing up in the search results on that page for these keywords. And now let me see if I can outbid some people. Now, as you start to increase that cost per click, they will definitely rifle through your cash if you're not careful, but they they're really good about sending you that notification as you start to approach that threshold. So it's a controllable thing and they do spread it out. It seems like, uh, but with 400 and something ads, I don't even, I just look at what my daily spend is and that, all right, whatever. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so laggy too, after you have all those ads sitting on your dashboard and you can't delete any. So <laughs> 
trying it's, to find them even. <laughs> and you know what? Here's something else about this whole community is I was taking with the AMS ads approach, I was taking the Facebook approach and I called or not called, I messaged uh, Matt Sheeran and I was like, dude, what am I doing wrong over here? You know, and you know, at the 20K tier, you would think I kind of, I've just been getting lucky is what I've been doing and working hard at it, but getting lucky too. But I just messaged him. I was like, will you show me what you're doing that's working? And he showed me and I took what he showed me and now it's working for me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just these people in this community that want to see everybody do well. And yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's super cool. So there's really no secret sauce to any of it. It's just kind of testing and and don't don't be scared to try things, but also don't spend more money than you're willing to lose, you know? Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I don't know if anybody has any last questions or if there's anything else from the chat. I know we're holding you over time, That's but about it. they thought it was really funny when he was doing his little <laughs> he doesn't do a video like that. <laughs> you need the glasses. <laughs> no, I'm not doing any of that, believe me. Oh, uh, wow. Thank you so much. And we will definitely uh, send us that information for the webinar because we I definitely want to see that on the 18th. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Thank you, Dad. You, you guys are awesome and wish you guys all the best. And if there's anything I can do to help out, let me know. Oh, all right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Thank hey, you. And I want to oh, uh, VA merch, the thing you're doing there, uh, Brianna. VA rentals? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you have time later tonight? You want to do it tomorrow? Uh, either way, doesn't matter. I can stay on and chat with you right, behind man. the scenes. Yeah, yeah, I'll just stop Let's the broadcast and then we'll keep talking. Okay, cool. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you.